the final time of 2019. Wherever you are, whenever you are, and however you happen to be listening, we're so glad you've chosen to tune in to DLC. Your downloadable commentary for the week delivered the way we love it to be, and that is completely free thanks to our sponsors this week, Health IQ and Ritual. They're bringing the show to you, DLC, of course, the show all about games and their many forms. Games played on desktops, laptops, and consoles. Also games that involve dice, luck, and cardboard. I am your host, Jeff Canato. That's spelled with two N's and one T. And I am joined, as always, by my friend slash co-host slash nemesis. The guy who has now been doing this show with me for six years. Mr. Christian Spicer. Hello, Christian. Hello, Jeff. Hello, audience. And may all the times be No one knows the words of that song, right? What is yeah. That? What is that song? Old anxiety. Yeah, we know that part. <laughs> hey, it's the new year. You're probably listening to this in 2020. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> but for us, the first episode of the new year, or in this case, the last episode of the previous year, we're recording this on December 29th. So we're, we're still, you know, right in there before the, before the ball drops on the year. And, uh, we're still in 2019, but you're probably listening to this in 2020, but either way, not only is this the, the big year end slash year beginning celebration, this is also our annual we started DLC six years ago on the first week of January. And so we always do this this show. It's a little bit special for us. This is our check-in show. We usually have a guest, uh, a third person involved in the show every single week, a different one. Christian and I welcome a new guest every week, but not on our annual. Our annual kicking off the new year is just the two of us as we did our very first episode of DLC way back. And uh, it's, it's, you know, it's our time to check in. And we do three things on the annual, Christian. We do three things. The first is we take a look back at last year, what I like to call the reckoning, where we made predictions last year on our annual episode. And we will... Come to terms with which predictions we got right, which predictions we did not get right. I call it the reckoning because it's about either being correct or getting wrecked. And we will find out uh, what our, who, which one of us did better in that regard. And traditionally, it's been Christian, hence the Spystradamus moniker. But I think there's going to be some fun surprises this year. And then the second part of the show, we take a look forward into 2020 all the big games that we know are coming what we expect what we what we're looking forward to the most what we're most excited about what we think the year is going to feel like for big games that we know about and then in the third part of the show we make our predictions for 2020 our bold and cool ranch predictions bold most most places that do predictions for the, the the upcoming year, you know, they work up to bold. No, 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 no. We start at bold. We get out on that limb at bold, and then we go up from there into into uh, Cool Ranch 
just uh, wildly off base most of the time uh, predictions. <laughs> but uh, that's the roadmap for this episode, Christian. I'm so excited to, to do another annual with you. I hope you had a good holiday. I did. I hope you had a great holiday. I'm excited for uh, getting those x-ray glasses finally. I've been saving up for six years of annuals. I've sent it in. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure they're showing up here come 2020. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see what my cat's bones look like. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's Before we get into all the meat and potatoes, let's, let's talk a little bit about the year that was for DLC. Uh, our sixth year which is just crazy. I never thought we would last this long, but I'm so glad we have a thank you, Christian, for doing the show with me. I, I appreciate your uh, partnership on this and your unwavering support, especially this year, because 2019, uh, I think for this show, for my life, it, it was one of the most trying because I had to leave for multiple weeks at a time because my eye exploded and you filled in for me uh, you, you got guests, you handled the show. I didn't even have to do anything. You handled it all. And I'm so grateful for that. That's really what I want to start this year of, of just looking back because man, thank you. Uh, that was not easy. It couldn't have been easy for you. Uh, and I, you stepped up and you just made it not something I had to stress about or worry about at all. So thank you. It is my absolute pleasure. And I don't know if we ever talked about it on the show, what actually caused your retina to detach, but um, it was an ultra wide monitor. Like your monitor was too wide. You tried yeah. to look at all of it at the same time. It was a combination of ultra wide monitors and VR uh, headsets. <laughs> That's what the doctor told me. He said, uh, wait, how many VR headsets do you have? And I was like, eh, this many. And he goes, yeah, that's why your eye exploded. Um, he said, you're not supposed to use them all at the same time. And I went, Oh, oh my bad. But man, <laughs> think about for me, first episode, maybe I say this on every annual. I, d- I don't know. Uh, I started in a closet, literally. First episode I recorded sitting in a closet. Uh, No kids amongst us. Right. We uh, we both have two. (laughs) We both have two kids. We have relocated several times. Um, It still feels like I'm in a closet sometimes, but I'm not. I'm in a a larger office that is closet sized. (laughs) Right. Uh, Congratulations on that larger office closet size. Thank you. You know, (laughs) some people have walk-in closets. I have squeeze-in offices. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Uh, Um, And I can't wait for 2020 because, while 2019 had its trials and tribulations, 2020 is only going to be good things. It's new consoles. It's an Avengers game that's going to be great. I'm not going to say games, but 2019 was supposed to be rough. It was end of the console life cycle. Uh, yeah. And we made it through, you know, so from we here, did. it's only sunsets and sunrises. I kind of feel like that's accurate. I mean, I kind of feel, I, I, although it was a great year for games, I kind of feel like 2018 was one of the best years ever for games. And then I think, I mean, we'll get to this later in the show, but I think 2020 is going to be one of the best years ever for games as well. And I feel like 2019 solid, but not, you know, in the 2018 category, you know what I'm saying? So you're telling me I need to protect my eye come 2021? Is that what I'm hearing? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, definitely. Always protect your eye. If there's one thing I've learned, it's always protect your eye. (laughs) Uh, One hand down low, one hand high up, I think is how when you're on a soccer free kick is what you should do now. (laughs) Right. Um, But the other thing, you know, about this year is another year where I think we, uh, I didn't didn't do the math. I did the math last year and then forgot it. And so I didn't even bother to do the math this year, but I'm fairly confident it was another year where we had more new 
first time guests than we'd ever had before, which is awesome. I love the fact that we keep expanding our yes. pool of fresh voices and input uh, from all the kinds of different people that we get on the show. Uh, I'm very proud of that. Uh, I don't know how many other video game podcasts have a different third chair every single week, but I, it's not easy for us to do. It's a, it's a lot of scheduling, uh, you know, stress, but I'm proud of it. I, I, I think we benefit from having all kinds of different voices. And I think once again, this year, it was one of the most diverse years we've ever done. And I'm very proud of that too. I, we had like to end the year, we had, I think, six women in a row uh, as guests, which, which was awesome. They were all suggested by the audience, by listeners who said, Hey, these are awesome women who deserve to have their voice amplified on your show. And it was fantastic. Um, so, you know, I just want to continue that trend into 2020 and keep the show going and get more diverse voices and more points of view that, that we aren't, you know, even aware of. So keep the suggestions coming audience, but I, I'm so proud of that. Yeah, and that is, for our listeners, that is almost all you. You carry that burden and you carry it with grace. And I agree that our guests have been incredible this year. I mean, there was Christian Spicer, there was Spicedradamus, and there was the Spice Man. So I feel like, you know, it was a pretty good year. (laughs) Well, one of the uh, surprises that I have for you, Christian, is that did you know that last year's annual, which I went back and listened to, to, to gather all of our predictions, did you know that that episode is the first appearance of the Spice Man? Whoa. So I should have that bagged and boarded is what you're telling me. <laughs> yeah. It's, spe- it's a special one. That annual is a special one. <laughs> it is, uh, it is the first uh, appearance of, I don't even know if he had a name yet, but, uh, well, I mean, let me just, uh, I'll just, I'll just play it for you. Look out, baby. Guess what's coming around the corner. Do you hear that? Do you hear it now? It's yes. the <laughs> Yeah, that was our impromptu, uh, bumper for the reckoning. And I think it was the first appearance of the Spice Man. I, that sounds like the Spice Man to me. That's all I'm saying. That, no, I'm, I apologize to anyone's kids who just were woken up. Uh, that was the Spice Man. I mean, if anyone's going to bring you the reckoning, I feel like the Spice Man is the one to do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So let's uh, let's jump into the reckoning. That was our bumper. So uh, here we are now in it. Um, we, again, like I said, bold predictions and Cool Ranch predictions. So we're going to start with the bold. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll save that for the end. Hang on. I'll, I'll, there's another, uh, there's another surprise from last year, but I'll save that for later. Um, the first bold prediction, uh, will be, uh, I'm, I'm actually pretty proud of this one. This is from me and <laughs> uh, I'm really proud of this one. I nailed it. <laughs> I think I did. Uh, I think this is pretty, pretty good. So here's my first, uh, bold prediction. 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 I don't think you're going to get Last of Us Part Two, uh, Cyberpunk 2099. Uh, what else? I, I, don't, I don't think Ghosts of Tsushima is a 2019 game. Interesting. Yeah, I think those are all 2020 games. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I don't. Even, I don't think Final Fantasy VII remake is going to be a 2019 game. I don't even think Metroid Prime Four is a 2019 game. What about uh, Jedi Fallen Order? 
Do you think that's this year? I do. I do. I think that is this year. I think they've been holding it close to the vest. I think Respawn ships two games this year. Hey, that's Dude. pretty spot on, right? Aside from, you know, putting it in Spider-Man's world of 2099 uh, for Cyberpunk, those are spot on. Did I say 2099 in that clip? Yeah, they're 2070. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, I, it's hard to think back that long when we all, when we all thought those games were coming out in 2019. But I am pretty proud of the fact that I uh, nailed all of those. I, I, I truncated the part where I, I explained what the two respawn games were, but I nailed the fact that there would be two respawn games. I didn't know one of them was going to be Apex Legends. I thought it was going to be their VR game, which still hasn't shipped. But if you cut off the, the quote where I cut it off, it sounds like I'm amazing that I would. Yeah. I mean, if you have it. final edit, you nailed it. <laughs> I know. I just don't, I shouldn't have explained to anybody. Uh, and it gets better because in that, episode right after i said that we had someone in the chat room challenge me on it listen to this quote i want to mention somebody in the chat um epic open world says uh jeff if those games are all 2020 that means they are ps5 and xbox 2 i don't think that's true i i think that there will be a few things a few you know first party games that maybe are held to launch with those new consoles and if those new consoles are coming in 2020, they're coming at the end of 2020, not at the beginning of 2020. So there's p- still plenty of time in 2020 for these big games to hit in the early mid, you know, we're seeing this sort of February, March thing be- become a big release time for games as we already talked about this year. Hey, again, pretty good, right? Pretty good. Epic was in the chat earlier. I don't know if they're still there, but I I just hit up hit him up. Are they gonna Are you gonna take this, Epic? Are you gonna? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was. Uh, I think that was pretty bold of me to say uh, that they're not being held for uh, the PS5 and what we now know to be the Xbox Series X, uh, because you know it seemed like it could have been back then, and I said no. So I, I think I came out of the gate pretty strong with the first bold prediction. Uh, let's check out. Christian's first bold prediction. Prediction. I'm just going to say as an official prediction that I'd love to get wrong next year's show, but Last of Us 2 and Death Stranding don't make 2019. I hope I'm wrong. That'd be one I'd love to get wrong. I think that you're right about Last of Us 2 for sure. I I would be shocked if that's a 2019 game, but I think Death Stranding has... I'm totally reversing course on this because i've been (laughs) mr like death stranding is a decade-long game development process i'm totally reversing my my course and saying i think it could actually come out in 2019 and disappoint everybody it's just a movie where you walk around morosely and are melancholy all the time and then crazy cutscenes happen for 14 minutes I love that you kept talking on this one because this is the one that if we get to listen to it next year, like you could have just said it come, does come out this year and nailed it. Yeah. But then you said that it could disappoint everybody and then like it gets game of the year from everybody, right? And you're like, it's just a cutscene. It has like no cutscenes. <laughs> it's just like pure action. <laughs> Jeff Tradamus. Yeah, I'm just saying, man. I'm starting off really good. It gets bad later, but I'm I'm starting strong. Uh Hey, the, the disappointing everybody, the shocker there, the twist that no one saw coming, the M. Night Shyamalan, is that uh, it didn't disappoint me. <laughs> right. It, and, and I think that the twist is for me is that it actually didn't come out this year. Oh, not for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but man, I got to say, points to me, <laughs> points to me. And, you, you know, you, you had uh, Last of Us right, but um, 
I'm shocked. I, hearing that back as I was prepping this episode, I couldn't believe I said that because I remember it being so down on Death Stranding coming out at all that uh, it's pretty impressive how amazing I am. I'm just saying it's amazing how amazing I am. Isn't it amazing even, how amazing I am? Even Apple Watch is right all of the time, you know? <laughs> Uh, all right. So, do you want to hear uh, another one from you, or should we go back to me? Uh, whichever you, you right, line it up, knock it down. Here's your next bold prediction from last year. We see <laughs> carried over from last year's a little bit, but I'm adding to it. We see new console versions from Nintendo and Microsoft. Not so you, know, last year. You, you predicted Sony, and so you're going. Eh. Uh, the no, other no, no, two. no, 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 no. I think we're getting the Switch 1.5. Oh yeah, okay. And and I think we're gonna see. I mean, I know there's been rumors about it already, so it's why I'm bundling it together to make it a bold. I think that discless Xbox is a thing, and I think we see it in the first half. You, I should stop talking. What do you mean you see it in the first half? Like it comes out. It comes out in the first half of 2019. Spicer strikes back. Pretty strong, Ooh, buddy. Pretty strong. That was, that was pretty. I mean, I definitely needed to shut up sooner. And <laughs> <laughs> when did the discless Xbox actually come out? I was gonna. I was thinking about looking that up as I was listening to it. Let me see. Uh, yeah, I the thing is, uh, I don't know if it ever did come out. You know what I mean? Like, it's <laughs> <laughs> but you were right, man. I doubted you. Uh, I think multiple years you kept saying that there was going to be the switch that didn't switch, <laughs> and there was going to be some upgrade to the switch, and and it happened. So you, uh, you know, Spystradamus back uh, with bold prediction number two. So, you know, we're both sort of, you know, doing so pretty good right now. I'm, I'm impressed with us from last, uh, last year, us. Time travel's hard, but. It know. was May. So, yes, for, that's mm, first half. Mm, I mean, May's five, right? Yeah, so, it was 12. Yeah, the second half would be after six, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, mm, nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> nailed it. Hey man, I'll give it to you. You know what? You round up. That's what we always do with uh, when you get to five, you round to seven. That's what everybody does. And hey, play that prediction stinger before my predictions. Oh, all right. I'm sorry. Or whatever it was. I, I want to hear. I want all of your. I want all of the accoutrement. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, here here comes one from me. Prediction. Xbox Game Pass gets third party games day and date of release as part of Xbox Game Pass. So that's no? it. That was the whole thing. Uh, I mean, no. I basically was saying that. Did they? No, they didn't. I don't think they did, right? Not really. No. I still think that's going to happen. I really do. I think maybe I was just a little early on that one. Well, I but, think what they did is they bought all the third-party studios. Yeah, well, there's that too. <laughs> but I still think we're going to see like a Ubisoft game come to Xbox Game Pass day and date. I really do. I think there's going to be like a Watch Dogs Legion Xbox Game Pass version or something. I mean, but there was like Ashen. So like, I don't know. That's what were... you said last year. It's so funny. <laughs> you literally said Ashen last year. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, oh, I'm the man. only one that has this episode fresh in their mind. You know, every every <laughs> single person that listens to us talking now is going to be not think that. But you did say Ashen last year. And I think what I said was, didn't Microsoft Game Studios publish Ashen? They bought the publishing rights to that game. So it's not really a third party game, technically. Yeah, and, and I imagine there might have been some other indies that were kind of like that. Yeah. But I, I, I think you're right. I, I think it's only a matter of time until a, a big AAA, um, you know, comes to Game Pass day and date. I, yeah. I think so. Yeah, big AAA third party non Microsoft Studios game. I think they're going to do that. 
but I guess I, I t- yeah, technically after, is a no. That's a technically I miss on me. So after party per KC in the chat was day and date. Um, good game, but not triple A in the way right. that you traditionally think of it. Oh yeah. I'm thinking like a big, there's going to be a big release eventually that they'll do it with, but we'll see. All right. So, you know, win some, you lose some, we're going to lose a lot more before we're done. Here we go. The next bold prediction from Christian Spicer. Prediction. prediction. Oh, so this is one that I I guess is from last year that I'm still believing in. I think so it changed a little bit, but I think Anthem gets solid reviews. Like like I said, people are going to like the game. I said that last year, un- unbeknownst to me, I wrote that again this year. But I think it's not going to meet EA's expectations, and nor is it going to set the world on fire in any meaningful way. Like I don't think it's going to be the hotness on Twitch. I don't think it's going to – I'm predicting, I should say, that it's going to move the needle in terms of like – you know, what gaming is the way Destiny kind of did when it first came out and the way um, Battle Royale games did. I think it's going to be a great game that people like that comes and goes. That's my that's my bold prediction part of it. I, I mean, I'll give you half points. I think the, the part about it be getting good reviews, maybe uh, not so accurate, but pretty accurate. I mean, at that time, everybody was excited about Anthem. We had no idea that it was going to land with such a thud. So you predicting that it was not going to be a massive hit. I mean, I think one of the games we were talking about being most excited for, for the year was Anthem. So yeah. it was a bold prediction. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like uh, if I were on a tightrope, you know, I dropped the thing that I was holding to balance, but I'm still on the rope. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. No, it was, uh, you know, like I said, half points, but, <laughs> But pretty good. And wow, Anthem, man. What a thing this year. It's so funny listening to last year's show because we both were just going crazy about it, anticipating it. it. was so much talk about that game. And it was, was it going to be our new forever game? Or we're going to put all this time into it? And woo, it didn't. It did not. Do you know what I played today? Like pretty much moments before recording this? Anthem? Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I haven't played? <laughs> uh, Anthem. Yeah. In a very, very, very long time. It's a bummer. It's a major yeah. bummer. All right. Here comes a bold prediction from me from a year ago. Prediction. prediction. Sony has multiple Nintendo Direct style updates and announcements streams over the course of the year. They go full Nintendo and adopt like a, a Sony Direct style way of highlighting games just because they're not going to be at E3 they'll have stuff to talk about and they'll do it that way. And, huh. uh, I was trying to be even bolder and like come up with the name of it, you know, like instead of Nintendo direct, it'd be like Sony plugged in or something, but I couldn't come up with a good one, a good enough one that I'd be happy with. Yeah. If only I could have thought of state of play because that's what happened. And, uh, that's a nail. I nailed it. That is a correct not a got wrecked. Uh, I am, I I'm pretty happy with that one. No, that I mean that's a broken ankle. Your team needs you to perform to win the team title in the Olympics, and you charge the pummel horse with reckless abandon. Yeah. you stuck the landing. I'm a little you know? Carrie Strug, is what I am. Yeah, yeah. Ah, it feels good to be Carrie Strug sometimes, you know. <laughs> well, really when you does. stick the landing, not the first jump when you break your. Ankle. No, no, that breaking the ankle part. Uh, which, by the way. Stay tuned because I'm going to be breaking some ankles <laughs> later. <laughs> but I'm I'm going to revel in the ones that I got right because I think this year 
better than previous years. Uh, you know, my track record's all right. All right. Okay. Christian Spicer's next bold prediction from 2019. Prediction. Call of Duty or Battlefield make slash release some kind of free-to-play Battle Royale game and or mode. Interesting. Maybe interesting, but did not happen. Mobile, baby. Oh, was that? Yeah, it's all Battle Royale mode. I mean, it's there are other modes, but a big part of it is the Battle Royale mode and it's free to play. Hey, man, you know what? I'm going to give that to you. That's pretty good. That's real good. I don't know if you were thinking about mobile. I was not. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Like I said, we're rounding up. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty good. And I think if you had thought that it was mobile, you probably would have thought it would not be good. And the fact that it is good is pretty surprising, right? That's why I'll, ra- I'll count it as a roundup personally, is that it is a very full-featured, good version of that game that is free to play on mobile with controller support and all that stuff. And it's not like some of the past efforts have been. Yeah. Here's one that we both kind of said basically the same thing. So it's a it's a double prediction twofer. <laughs> prediction. Blizzard announces Diablo 4 at BlizzCon. It isn't called Diablo 4, but there are lots of self-referential jokes about it not being a mobile game and about how it took so long to announce. And it pleases everybody. Everybody forgets about how mad they were. They all laugh at how fun and self-deprecating Blizzard is. And then it arrives spring 2020. Uh, I have proper Diablo sequel announced at BlizzCon will not be called Diablo 4. Lots of jokes. Wow. <laughs> Synergy. We're either really wrong or really right. <laughs> Turns out we weren't really wrong or really right. We were really all, a little of both, you know? It, if, it, if only that was the BlizzCon we got. I know, <laughs> right? We were like, oh, they're going to make make up for all the mistakes that they made last year, not realizing about how many mistakes they would make this year. They'll they tell made. jokes and we'll all laugh and we'll come away from it high and excited about their game. All the fun we'll have. Oh, the, <laughs> the easy breezy fun we'll have with not a care in the world, we thought. Uh, we also both were very convinced it wasn't going to be called Diablo 4, but it is, at least it so is. far. Uh, but it seems pretty likely it's going to stick to the Diablo 4 name. But yeah, man, Ooh, if we could have gone back and told ourselves how crazy that whole scene would be. Uh, yeah, con. Woo. that's a that's a doozy. <laughs> so I think we both get sort of half points there. Not not yeah, great. Not, fi- not great. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think it was pretty obvious they were going to announce Diablo 4. But it is now in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> Hindsight is 2020. Hindsight, you know what I'm yeah. All right. Uh, I think this is the last bold prediction from last year. This one's from me. Here we go. Prediction. prediction. I think Gears 5 has a Battle Royale mode just in time for Battle Royale to sort of be waning. <laughs> <laughs> you think they go 100 people in Gears no. or is it like, no, it's like 20, 20. On, 10 on 10 yeah. or something like that? Yeah, it's like small scale, but I think it could be really fun in that engine, in that universe. Uh, but yeah, I think they come hard with Battle Royale mode just in time for – I think next year at this time, Battle Royale is sort of fading a little bit. Hmm. Hey, Jeff, stop talking. Yeah, why do I keep going? <laughs> I mean, they didn't really even have a Battle Royale mode, really. They had all kinds of weird other modes. 
but there wasn't yeah. one that was specifically a battle ride. So that's a pretty much a miss. That's a get wrecked pretty hard on me, but they did yeah, have a lot. I don't, know if Royale is, I don't know if battle Royale is fading either. Like I, no, Fortnite I still seems to be and apex legends, you know, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's still big, still huge. It was a heck of a curveball, and you took two swings at it. <laughs> I did. I really kept swinging. It's like that a cartoon, uh, KP at the bat, we like, one, two, three strikes are out. One, two, three. And they're still swinging up the one pitch. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's what I do. But, you know, let's, let's think back to those first couple where I was so right. Those are the ones so I right. keep in people's yeah. minds. In baseball, you only need to get a hit one third of the time when you're an all star. That's so right. You're doing great. Uh, I know, and I'm sure my batting average is terrible. <laughs> uh, all right, um, we're going to transition to our Cool Ranch predictions from last year during the reckoning. But before we do that, I want to thank our first sponsor, which is Health IQ. You hear me talking all the time on the show about health about being a geek and sneaks about encouraging people to not only play video games but also live healthy lifestyles and if you are one of those people that tries to live a healthy lifestyle health iq is a way for you to save money on your life insurance health iq uses science and data to secure lower rates for people like you who care about their health on their life insurance if you're a runner or a cyclist if you're into crossfit like Christian Spicer won't stop talking about, or if you're any other kind of athlete, even a committed weekend warrior, you don't have to be a, you know, you don't have to be every day. If you take care of yourself, if you are a vegetarian or a vegan, if you take care of what you put into your body food wise, you deserve to be rewarded for your hard work with more affordable life insurance rates. And the health IQ can save you up to 41% because Physically active people have significantly lower risks for heart disease, cancer, and diabetes. And Health IQ is not just a lead generator. They take the customer through the entire process of applying for life insurance. And their policy is underwritten by one of the top insurance partners. Pretty cool. But these savings are exclusive to Health IQ. You won't find them anywhere else. And you must qualify to get a special rate. So to see if you qualify... You want to go over to healthiq.com slash DLC, take the proprietary health IQ quiz, and then depending on your score, as well as other related qualifying factors, you can save up to 41% on your life insurance premiums compared to other providers. Again, that's healthiq.com slash DLC. Let them know that we sent you by putting that DLC on there. And you can start the process with the health IQ quiz. <clears throat> There's no commitment. And you'll learn even more about the potential opportunities to be rewarded for your commitment to living healthy, which is awesome. So one more time, that's healthiq.com slash DLC, H-E-A-L-T-H-I-Q.com slash DLC. All right, Christian, it is time to dive into those Cool Ranch predictions, the ones where we really go out on a limb. Uh, and, uh, this is where I got to say Spice Stradamus starts, uh, making himself known. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Get ready. Strap yourself in for our cool ranch predictions. The streaming future turns the next Apple TV 
into an actual gaming console. Like, this is what does it. Hey, nailed it. I mean, I don't know if it's the streaming future that did it, but the Apple TV gaming consoleification happened in a big way. It did. I was looking at that new Lego game on Apple Arcade uh, just yesterday. It looks very good. It's like Monumental Monumental or Monument Valley? Monument, Monument Valley? But it's Monument like, Valley. And, but there's like a Lego-y one now. Um, it looks real good. It looks really good. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a console. It was a console launch. It was – they've got many, many games. I think – I don't know what you meant. More than Stadia. <laughs> yeah, more than Stadia. I don't, I'm not really sure what you meant by the streaming future is what will make it happen. You thought that I mean, that part I got wrong. That part I got wrong. Yeah, yeah. It was just that it wouldn't need the processing power to be able to run it natively on the thing. But instead, they just proved what it can run natively on the thing, and it's pretty good games. Right. right. Yeah. So I don't know. I give you pretty high marks on that one. That's a very impressive one that I didn't have on my radar, and one you nailed. All right. Here comes the next Cool Ranch prediction. Hmm. Microsoft fully, I wrote in all caps, fully reveals their next console slash streaming thingy. Well, I had a Cool Ranch uh, prediction along the same lines. I went even more Cool Ranchy because I uh, I took it up a notch. I went a little farther than you. I said um, Microsoft takes advantage of Sony not being at E3 and debuts Scarlet, whatever the next Xbox is, at this E3. Because they have the full spotlight. Sony's not even going to be there. And I'll go even more cool ranchy. They tell you Halo Infinite is a launch title on the next Xbox. And even more cool ranchy. Digging that hole deeper, 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 baby. Fill it up with cool ranch Doritos. They're going to say, get 10 bucks, get you Xbox Game Pass, which gets you uh, Halo Infinite. And... There'll be a version of the box that's going to be like 50 bucks or 100 bucks, probably 99 bucks. A little over 100 bucks gets you playing Halo Infinite on the new Xbox. I think maybe you were more right there than me. I kept talking as I <laughs> you kept so talking. often do. Uh, but you nailed Halo Infinite. I was 100% right. That's one of my best predictions I think I've had. Oh, yeah. The uh, fact that they announced it. Complete. I mean, we know the name of it, which I never thought would be the case. I mean, I paid Keeley so much to make that happen. Here's so money I well want to think. You know what? It was Dorito <laughs> money for Dorito money. That's all it was. It was just one Dorito pile into another Dorito pile. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you nailed Halo Infinite. That that was a big nail. Like it, it would be a launch title on Series X and Scarlet. And you know what? Well, I think your price point was still ridiculous. Um, that part hasn't. You know that that we'll we'll find that out later, so we can carry that one over. I still think that there's going to be something with Halo and Xbox Game Pass where they're going to make some hay over the fact that it's basically ten bucks. And I, I think I, they're going to make some low over it. But well, I I mean I <laughs> there's it's just sitting right there that they've got this subscription service and a new console coming out. It feels like it's a match made in heaven. I'm not sure exactly how they're going to bundle those together but i feel like that's gonna happen well i think that is the i mean now we're kind of leering into predictions but i think that is the bundle right like no long consoles stop coming with games gamecube playstation 3 um xbox 360 era right like no more even playstation 2 i don't think gets bundled with a game if i remember correctly at launch right um 
And But now what Microsoft has been doing for a long time is they bundle it with a month, two months, two weeks of Game Pass. So now when you're shopping consoles, you got the PS5, which they might bundle with PlayStation Now or something also. I don't know. But I guarantee that Xbox Series X comes bundled with some amount of Game Pass for free, Gotta which be. then gets yeah. you Halo Infinite for air quote free right then and there. <laughs> yeah, I think that I think that's. It would be crazy if that didn't happen. You know, I think that would right. be unfathomable. They've been doing it all year. They're yeah. going to keep it up. Yeah. All right. Uh, the next Cool Ranch prediction from yours truly right now. Mm. Hey, 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 cool Ranch. This is Cool Ranch. We're in Cool Ranch country, baby. Out on a limb. Metroid Prime 4 is not a side-scrolling Metroid, and it is also not a first-person Metroid Prime-style game. It's a third-person open-world role-playing game. But we still don't know. We still don't know. I mean, you were you were right until you said what it is, because the first two are dead on. It's not either of those things. <laughs> <laughs> well, we also know that it completely got rebooted. <clears throat> So yeah. maybe it was at one point. I mean, 100% right. We'll just never know. You know, maybe that's possible. Uh, I still, you know, it sounds like it's going to be much more a traditional Metroid Prime 4 in the line of what Metroid Prime was now. But we still don't know. All we know is the logo, man. That's all we know. So I bet that's changed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there's still a chance that I'll be right. Here's my Cool Ranch prediction. In 2023, we'll still be making Cool Ranch predictions about Metroid Prime 4. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, probably true. I do not doubt that one bit. All right. uh, The next one is staying with Nintendo. Nintendo announces a new Zelda game for Switch in 2019 that is in the style of Link Between Worlds or Spirit Tracks. It's the like old DS style Zelda game, but coming out for Switch in 2019. Man, we're going to do real bad this year, uh, next year's show. I have, I have Nintendo announces a new Zelda or Mario and teases a new Donkey Kong Country. Ooh, I like that. I like Donkey and Kong. And I, I agree that I think the Zelda or Mario will be um, a slight deviation. They're not going to be the main 3D installment. I don't I don't think it's going to be like another side-scrolling Mario. I don't, I'm not sure what Mario would be, but I, I, I could see it you know, being some type of uh, side project. So what do you think? I think I'm more right. You're more right. Yeah. You went, you, yeah, kept, you, you, did, more the, right. you did the keep talking thing that you keep chiding me about. Keep talking and nobody explodes. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, um, but I mean, I, th- I think that the remake Link's Awakening pretty much uh, hit that square on the head. I didn't think Christian it was going to be their number two game of the year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't think it was going to be and, a, a remake, but it is, you know, it's that Zelda game and it came out in 2019. You also had the first part. If you just had really stopped talking earlier, cause they also did announce breath of the wild too, I which know. was, I, I think a pretty big thing for Nintendo to do. If we had only, if I had only 
<laughs> said that that would have blown your top off and it would have been right i didn't think that's yeah i would have gone I, you know like when someone like they get blown away so much you have to like get up out of their seat and run around like i would have gone out of my seat got in my car drove to the grocery store bought doritos <laughs> ate a whole bag <laughs> yeah oh, by the way uh doritos if you're listening uh we are open to sponsorship uh, yeah i mean this is you're getting this for free so. and you do <laughs> Imagine every what year, you and, and we keep telling you you know Either sponsor us for real, or we're just going to have to keep doing this. <laughs> and that'll show you. That'll show you. <laughs> All right. Here's your next Cool Ranch prediction. Those aren't getting old, right? Okay. Here, here, here. Nope. <laughs> Something surpasses Fortnite. Oh, I, you know, I almost did something like that. I think that I think by the this time next year, Fortnite isn't the behemoth that it is now. I I agree so, with you. Yeah. I, see, I rational me still thinks it still is because I I don't know what Fortnite. For all I know, a year from now, Fortnite's the kart racing game that everybody's playing. <laughs> like, right. You know what is Fortnite? Yeah. Yeah, but that's my cool range. Well, is that something surpasses it? Apex Legends, man. It did for a little while. It did for a little while. Like Fortnite is not the constant number one it used to be but it also is where i i think that's where like star wars revealed like a big trailer right <laughs> like, yeah I mean, yeah we can't say that Fortnite is dead or that it has been completely <laughs> surpassed i think it's still the number one game in the world but i i don't know i'm i'm inclined to give you Sp- spice radamus points for that because who would have predicted apex legends who would have predicted a, I mean, a game could do that to Fortnite at all at any point I'll take. I'll stop talking and take those points. Yeah, man. I mean, I think that's pretty impressive, quite honestly. Uh, as much as I hate to admit it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you're doing good. I think you know. I think I was a little more uh, on the nose in the bold area, but I think Cool Ranch is where Spicer Domus really shines. Uh, and we're going to see another one from me, uh, where I don't, I don't know how much I shine. <laughs> Google announces and releases gaming hardware this year. It's a it's a Chromecast. They've already released it, right? <laughs> but I think they're going to have like they're going to show controllers. They're going to sh- it's like they're in on gaming. It's going to be the the it's going to be a streaming device that uses the internet, but it's yeah. going to be like a console that has branding and there's going to be exclusive games for it and it's going to be a thing. Boom. That feels good. Boom. I mean, guilt, there's only an exclusive game, but that's a pretty good one. I mean, it's hard to think back that long where we didn't know anything about Stadia. And uh, that's pre- I, I'm pretty proud of that one. That's uh, All you needed for that to have not been exactly right. You just needed to not shrug off the Chromecast part of it. You should have been like, yeah, and yeah. they're going to show a controller. Yeah, yeah. Chromecast will be part of it, man. It'll be the thing that you paid for that kind of won't work really very well. But, you know, uh, yeah. So nailed it. If I had also also said, and it'll be called Stadia, you'll be like, what? (laughs) And its logo will be Google Wave turned sideways. (laughs) Have you noticed that it's the same thing? It's the same W. It's the same thing. I gotta say, man, I'm so I'm pretty impressed with our track record this time. 
because yeah, it makes me not want to say any of the ones I have for this oh, year. I know. <laughs> this is uh, this is the outlier for sure because every year we just kind of eat crow about how bad we are at this. This year we <laughs> did pretty good, pretty pretty good. In fact, listen to this one. Twenty nineteen will be the best year yet for VR. The best year yet for VR. There will be new hardware announcements from Valve and Oculus, maybe even HTC. There will be another PSVR exclusive that will be a game of the year contender like Astrobot was this year. Well, this goes in line with that perfectly because we have synced, buddy. We are on the same uh, prediction cycles. My last one is, and it's, yeah, I think we're going to get a, a next-gen real Oculus. Boom, dude. Boom. I mean, I know, I mean, I know I've predicted the best year for VR every <laughs> year that we've done the show, but I feel like this year... But not, this, not next year. Next year doesn't have anything good for me, so. <laughs> I, I feel like, you know... We didn't know about Rift S and, and well, we knew about Quest, but at that time, but we didn't know, you know, that I think Blood and Truth kind of fits into that PSVR game of the year type of game. I mean, it was both on both of our, uh, you know, Diamonds in the Rust lists. I will give you full points for that. That is, that was a tasty, tasty prediction. And I think one that will carry forward into the future as well. I mean, the beauty of betting on next year is going to be Stadia's best year ever is my prediction. (laughs) 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 But no, that is, you, you nailed it. There was a lot of great, uh, games that came out for VR this year and the headsets, they all got better. I don't know if HTC did a new one, no, but I, all the other ones you nailed. But I also said Valve would come out with a headset, and you know, yeah. we didn't know about anything about Index at that time. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm pretty, uh, pretty happy with that. Pretty happy. Uh, all right. So, the other thing, the other little surprise that I had for you: Did you know, Christian, that last year's annual, the episode, almost exactly one year ago, was the debut of something else? You ready to hear it? Yeah. Here we go. Someone in chat said, have we said too many games yet? I think there's just too many games. So what you're saying is there are... Too many games. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's Sean Madigan, baby. He sent us... You asked him to do it, and he did it. So uh, That's so good. We're going to have that through all next year. And we did. We had it through all this year. That was the first appearance of Too Many Games. Can can I nominate Sean Madigan for Game of the Year? <laughs> I think probably so. Uh, I don't think you would have guessed that that was the first appearance of that bumper, which we've... No, but it makes sense as one of my New Year's resolutions is to play fewer games, that it makes sense that I was feeling too many... Not play less games, but just not... Man, I look back at how many games I played this yeah. year. <laughs> it was the year of too many games, which is why I want to end this segment with the best prediction that we made, I think. Prediction. And one thing that we can definitely agree on for 2019 is that there is going to be... Right? Right? Right, Jeff. Right. That was my uh, my favorite prediction because there were. There were too many games. And we, uh, we basically Just- made that clear every episode of 2019. 
Just Apple Arcade alone. Yeah. You know, like, I'll be honest, my, my subscription has currently lapsed. The Lego game almost got me back. Um, but there are a lot of really good games on there. Uh, and then that's adding into all the other, like last week when we were like, Diamonds in the Rough. Well, there's this one and 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 this one. It is unbelievable. Yeah, it is unbelievable. And it's only going to get worse next year, which brings yeah. us to the next part of this special annual episode, which is our look forward. But before we do, Christian, uh, how do you feel? How do you feel about our reckoning? I thought this year basically was the best we've ever done. <laughs> I feel like we did. Yeah, that it, it was good. We did it. We did a great job. I am nervous. <laughs> I'm already year? nervous about next year's reckoning. Oh, sure. But let's revel in the fact that you know, usually this segment every year is where I go, why do people even listen to us? Because we don't know anything. This year, I kind of feel like- Well, we, 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 we know stuff, Jeff, but we start with the stuff we don't know. That's what makes this episode fun. I'm not here to tell people stuff that I know, mm-hmm. right? Like, I'm, I'm not here. I don't have a camera in center field. That's not how I'm going to win the World Series, right. right? Like, I am just swinging. You're just, <laughs> you're just trying to steal a base whenever you can. You're just- right. Like Go informed on. guesses, yeah. but this isn't this isn't you know the stuff we know. That's not. But fun. my point is, is, I feel like this is the first year where I'm like, hey, listening to this show, you actually uh, we actually you know know some stuff. We actually uh, we feel like useful, maybe. <laughs> no, okay. I'll, we'll still we'll remain dumb and useless. Uh, but let's get let's transition now into the games that we know about. For 2020. And if you're talking about, then you're talking about 2020 because holy smokes, we got new consoles coming out the end of the year. We already have a full boat of uh, this could, this, the games that come out in the first half of the year could carry us through an entire calendar year of games, even without new consoles, even without excitement of fall releases. The amount of games that we know are coming out just in the first half of the year is bonkers. That we believe are well, coming out. There's that. <laughs> Let's add that there caveat. Is that. There's that. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it is quite a list. Cyberpunk 2077, Last of Us 2, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Half-Life Alex, Doom Eternal, uh, Ori in the Will of the Wisps. Uh, th- those are all just sort of in the first Iron Man VR, which I'm super excited about, first part of the year. Animal Crossing New Horizons, first part of the year. Uh, Journey to the Savage Planet is a game I'm super excited about, first half of the year. Wasteland 3. Uh, and then that's not even – there's like a bunch of games that are later in the year that we know about. So where do you want to start, Christian? I mean, I guess we should start with the two well, big dogs, right? I want to start with- – yeah, I, I want to start with the, something on our subreddit. This is Bo Luke, it's who is already predicting my game of the year for 2020, which isn't that big of a prediction that it's going to be uh, Last of Us 2, most likely, but they had a post called Spicer and Redheads. <laughs> Anyone else notice how Christian loves his female redhead protagonists? After hearing Control as his number one, I go re- got to reminiscing. I was thinking back to past years, and his game of the year for 2018 was Celeste, featuring Madeline, a redhead. In 2017... 
His number two, Aloy from Horizon. Wow. <laughs> if 2020 has a Little Mermaid game in store, safe to say it'll get some praise from the Spice Man. <laughs> but uh, Ellie is Auburn, reddish brown. So it's I apparent I had it never dawned on me. Well, don't tell your wife. If you want me to love your game, make it a female protagonist. I mean, make uh, what's his name from Jedi Fallen Order a woman? It would have been my game of the year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um man, your your wife not redhead, not redhead. Very very beautiful wonderful woman but not not a redhead. So don't tell her, I guess. <laughs> Video games let us escape, Jeff. Oh <laughs> uh, man. Um I did not see that pattern, but now that's all I can see. It's all I can it's, see. Uh, same. But I I do think that Last of Us Part 2 is is that and Cyberpunk ha- have to be Going in, like those are the heavyweight contenders. You know, if if they fall in the rumble in the jungle, it's going to be a huge upset. Those are the big dogs coming in. Yeah, clearly. But there are a lot of games that could be game of the year contenders. I mean, we're going to get a Halo Infinite at the end of the year uh, when when the Series X comes out. And I think that game is going to be very, very good. I think that's going to, you know, there's, you mentioned the possibility of a Breath of the Wild 2, although I suspect it won't hit 2020. I suspect that game's going to be a 2021 game at the earliest, but it could. Uh, it could. We could get a Metroid Prime 4 this year. We could get, um, what other games? I mean, that Avengers game could be really good. I'm hoping that Avengers game is really good. We It kind of looks a little shaky right now, but uh, we could get, an Overwatch 2 or a Diablo 4, which both could be game of the year contenders. I don't know if we're going to get either of those in 2020, but we could. And what is it? What's the PS5 game that was shown at Game Awards? Godfall. Um, Godfall. I think that has, I mean, from what I know about it, uh, or, you know, what I've read about it, and, and the trailer didn't necessarily reveal a lot, but I think there's a game, either that game or a game like it, that has sticky stickiness to it that catapults it um, into serious contention also. Yeah. I have a hard time imagining myself falling in love with anything more than Cyberpunk 2077, although... Half-Life Alex. I mean, Half-Life Alex, maybe. Or even Ghost of Tsushima. Who knows? But Half-Life Alex might... If, if Half-Life Alex is as innovative in the VR space as I'm hoping it is, man, yeah. I will, I will read the headline in the LA Times, man mary's vr game yeah. like uh, <laughs> yeah i am to that as you are to redhead protagonists <laughs> wait what color is alex's hair yeah. are we gonna have a unanimous game <laughs> oh, oh, wow that would be amazing uh yeah man uh, man enters vr oses oh, yeah. to ever leave uh in the chat Black Widow is a redhead game of the year confirmed wow Marvel's <laughs> avengers getting Chris's game of the year you heard it here first uh, uh that's good also hello that's good that's good uh rainbow six quarantine is a 2020 game evidently supposedly uh watchdogs legion are we going to get i mean one of the things i don't want to get too into predictions yet but are we going to get a new assassin's creed because if the assassin's creed continues where odyssey left off odyssey the more I think about that game, the higher it goes on my all-time list. I don't know if we get that and Gods and Monsters in the same year feels crowded to me, but Ubisoft is never afraid of crowding. They also like so, they skipped last year for Assassin's Creed. Right. I don't I know, but I'm saying Gods and Monsters didn't 
Capcom. Right, so right. I don't know if that's the first half in Assassin's Creed is the second half. Um, yeah. But yeah, Odyssey is just an absolute triumph of a game. I could totally see an Assassin's Creed Ragnarok as a next-gen launch title. I mean, it wasn't um, Black, Black Flag. Flag. Yeah. I, I think Black Flag was it, – yeah, it was, it was a game that didn't come out on the last gens, right? It just, it just was a next-gen last time. I believe that's correct. Yeah. yeah, they did something else for the that other. That could ones. happen. That could happen. I mean, what? And then you're talking like, that's the thing that I think is the crazy wild card about all this is we're talking about how there's these incredible games that we know about, the ones that <clears throat> have dates that feel like right. any year they're contenders for the <sighs> end of the year, <clears throat> and then we've got launch titles for the new consoles, which you know traditionally launch titles aren't always excellent <clears throat> excuse me aren't always excellent because they're working on new hardware but i feel like this time it's not really the case because they're basically pcs and they're just going to be awesome looking and awesome performing pcs i don't know yeah chat saying that 360 also got black flag i'm not sure but regardless it was like a a thing that launched with it to like, right. like show off what you could do with it uh, i remember playing it at your place, um, an, an unboxing and sitting down and getting that game going. A million years ago. Um, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, so if I had to – last year, by the way, I didn't m- mention this in our predictions, but last year when we predicted uh, our game of the year, you said – do you remember what you said? Are you going to – can you can you recall or do you want to guess what you said? I mean, if I thought Last of Us was going to come out, I, I feel like that predict that every. <laughs> no, you did not say Last of Us. You, you, in fact, one of your predictions was that Last of Us wasn't not going to come out. Right. So, did I predict that it would be a game we didn't know about and it would come and surprise us? Because no. if so, I think I nailed it. You listed three <laughs> games that you thought could be your game of the year. Okay. Ghost of Tsushima, which didn't come out. Yeah, could be. Still could be. Ori, and the Will of the Wisps, which also still also could be. <laughs> and then the one that you said you wanted you know you thought would be shocking and and uh could be a sleeper that could definitely be your game of the year which to your credit you also mentioned at the end of the year last week mortal kombat 11 oh nice yeah yeah so you know pretty good predictions but i i was fairly certain that my game of the year was going to be jedi the fallen order uh which yeah didn't even make my top five uh but is is an excellent game not not to, not to diminish that game but it didn't make my top five list. Um, so, you know, not, we're always not that great at predicting what we're going to find to be our game of the year in the following year, because we don't know everything that's coming out, but I stand by two of those. Have they come out? <laughs> you're pretty sure were. you're going to still, pick that. <laughs> uh, but I, you know, it's, it just, it just feels like the level of quality for cyberpunk and last of us two and ghost of Tsushima. It just puts them in a, Another category, but Final, Se- Final Fantasy VII Remake feels like it's in that league. Halo Infinite feels like it's in that league. Half-Life Alex for sure, that's a great call. And for you especially, maybe not as much for me, but Doom Eternal feels like a game you might fall completely in love with. Yeah, I think especially with the delay and the polish, like I think they're trying to make sure that it is special after, I know it's different teams, but this year's uh, 2019's Wolfenstein, not, you know, heightening that franchise i enjoyed it what does ray tracing come to that by the way anyway neither here nor there 
Um, but so I'm, I'm very hopeful that, that it lives up to what 20 doom 2016 set. So yeah, I, I mean, you could throw a dart at any of these and I'd be like, yeah, that, yep, <laughs> that, that could be it. Yeah. I'm super excited about that Iron Man VR game, which is coming out really early. It's a PlayStation VR exclusive, which is a bummer, a bit of a bummer because the controllers, but still I've heard it just so fun. The people that have played yeah. it so far, um, Neo two is coming out in 2020. I'm really excited about journey to the savage planet. You and I have both seen preview early stuff on that game. And it just seems like a, a barrel of fun. That's like now January. aren't they owned by that game? Yeah. But isn't that, didn't stadia buy them too? They did. They did buy them. They bought the developer. I don't know if that means that that game is going to be exclusive to stadia. I don't think it is. I think that's kind of like, um, Oh, and someone mentioned this in chat too. Outer worlds kind of was a triple a, third-party game day and date it's like microsoft bought right um yeah obsidian but not private division who is the publisher yeah. yeah okay i'll retroactively give myself points for that yeah uh there's gonna be a- it's a great game it's a game we both loved so why yeah. not do you do you have high hopes for the marvel's avengers game you know I, i'm purposefully not having high hopes for that game because i want to love it and i don't want to go into it overly hyped everything i've seen of it looks like it will be fine but i want it to be more than that and what i'm trying to do is not put uh, i think last year you did and i did some as well but i think you did a little more i'm trying not to put fallen order expectations on it right mm. like yeah. fallen order was a great game and i i do think the reason it wasn't in my top five is because i expected perfection from it because it's a start it's got to, you gotta have it everything yeah. and i'm trying not to let that happen to avengers i want to be pleasantly surprised i feel like avengers is going to have the wookie problem throw out oh, yeah <laughs> <You know>? um, yeah <laughs> the wookie problem i hope that's coined as a thing <laughs> uh i i'm actually really high on halo infinite i mean i always enjoy the halo games and i feel like the bar they've i think they think that 343 thinks that they need to knock this one out of the park and it's going to be the flagship for a new console and setting the tone for a whole new generation of xbox where the previous generation they were second place and just feels like everyone knows the stakes and they're and it's called halo infinite you know it's not they're not shirking from that (laughs) the responsibility of being awesome it sounds like you know you're putting your your cash on the table if you're calling yourself halo infinite you know you're not you know it feels like this this big flag in the sand you know um so i'm excited for that game what do you, do you think, and I'm not trying to get into predictions, so don't, if this is them, we'll we'll avoid it. But do you think we'll get anything from like Sony Santa Monica that's kind of unannounced this year or any of these um, Microsoft studios that we haven't heard from yet? Like, I feel like that's where 2020 could be very surprising. And maybe they're all next gen launch or, you know, first quarter launch window games. Yeah. But I feel like there are a lot of great studios out there that we kind of haven't heard from in the big game space in, in a while now. Um, I have one that is a prediction for me, so I'll leave it out of this conversation. I I but, is, but yeah, um, I, I just feel like there's room still to be, to, to look at this list and then have us laugh at most of it. Be like, we thought that would matter. I know. <laughs> I think that's, like I said, like this massive list, which I feel like this is why 2020 is going to be a too many games type of year. Yeah. Is it like this list already? If, if, most of these actually ship when they say they're going to, this feels like a banner year for video games. 
And we don't even know what the back half of the year really looks like because the big question marks for those launch titles, like what, how many surprises are there going to be in the launch titles versus how many known quantities are we, uh, the stuff that we saw at the, you know, the Xbox show not too long ago where they showed a whole bunch of things in development and the things that we saw at the game awards, for example, are those going to be the things that end up being launch titles or are there a whole, you know, 12 to 15 games that we just don't even know about yet that are going to be the launch yeah. titles? That, it's a big question mark and I think it's pretty exciting. And I think there's a lot of sleepers on here the, of the games we know about. There's a lot of sleepers. I think Minecraft Dungeons could end up being a super fun game that I'm actually genuinely excited about. Um, I think that game Empire of Sin, which is the new John Romero isometric, crazy, you know, weird narrative game. I'm super excited about that. Empire of Sin. Wasteland 3 is a game I'm very excited about. I think that's going to be a really fun role-playing game. I don't know where I'm going to find the time to play all this stuff. <laughs> I, I didn't – I feel like I played – I mean, I had eight weeks of no vision, so I'm going to use that as an excuse for this year. But, man, uh, also the System Shock remake, I think, if that ships this year, or 2020, could be really fun and a sleeper and cool because that's a great classic game. Um, yeah. And, and none of these, I know that Blizzard said that they're not even Blizzard soon, but you know, what, what is Activision Blizzard doing this year? Is this another call of duty? It's probably a, a surefire thing. Um, doubling down, you know, on, doubling is, down on mobile. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that new odd world game. Soul storm is slated for 2020. I mean, odd world is a, such a weird franchise. Like 1997 was the first Oddworld game, which is the last good Oddworld <laughs> yeah. game, I think. So that's weird. Um, that the Respawn VR game, Medal of Honor, Above and Beyond, which oh, yeah. I don't know what to make of because I love Respawn and I love VR, but I'm kind of not excited to play Medal of Honor, but yeah. it could be very good. So yeah, much. There's so much, so much that we already know about. Are there any any other sleeper things that you? I mean, it's not a sleeper, but because I mentioned it as you played uh, last year's show. But Ori, Will of the Wisps, yeah. it's like you know, any any day, any time that I think if it lives up to the first one is is going to be one of the most breathtaking and uh, engrossing and demanding games I play all year, and I already have it. <laughs> yeah. it's wild it is wild and I, I think it i say this i think i feel like i say this every year like for me control is my favorite game of this year it, it it is those games i don't know about that i'm most excited about right like i like it when presents are wrapped under the tree you know like it's fun to see what they are and all these look amazing but i'm I, i'm so curious what e3 brings because i don't i feel like these consoles have to launch with more than just Halo and more than just you can play all your old games and cyberpunk loads faster on it. Like, I feel like there has to be more and good on them. They've been keeping them secret. I feel like we haven't heard a bunch of leaks of these are the next gen games yet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Godfall is the only one that's had the logo of anything. And and then uh, Hellblade 2. And Hellblade 2. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. It doesn't seem like him saying when he introed it uh, that it was 
very early in development. It doesn't seem like it's going to be a launch title. Right. So that's what, I mean, that's why this is going to be a very exciting year and it's fun to look forward to it. Um, all right. Speaking of looking forward to things, maybe we should uh, get to our predictions unless there's any other things you want to hit of the known quantities and any other before we move on, anything else that, I mean, Watchdog Legions, we haven't really talked about. Um, Dying Light 2, if that actually comes out, which has been a weird roller coaster of, I have a t-shirt that I got like three years ago for Dying Light 2 saying, I saw it first. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and it's, oh, it's not even, you know, there's nothing to see. Uh, also, are you an Animal Crossing fan? I can't remember. I mean, I, I think I will be with my kids. I, I mentioned, I think on the show, I got them a Switch Lite um, for Christmas and, and my youngest, when she saw, I think I tweeted this out. Like I got them like a case for it and stuff too. And she's like, Oh wow. it has a case and you can put the, the switch in the case. What else can you put in the case? And then she leaves the switch on the couch and like runs away to put other things in the case. Um, but knowing other little games they're into and stuff like that, I think animal crossing is going to be a, I'm going to own two copies of it. Right. Yeah. And there's supposed to be a new hollow Knight next year. Um, this is so much there's so much uh one of the things that i i don't want to step on any of your predictions or not predictions but i i personally don't think that breath of the wild 2 or metroid prime 4 are coming out in 2020 so like what does nintendo have what do they have i think those people said last year though too yeah Right. So, and they had a really good, they had Luigi's Mansion three. They had Mario maker well, two. They had, we didn't know about any of those games at this point last yeah. year. So I'm sure there are a few of those little gems waiting to be discovered that we just don't have any idea about that aren't even like new console launch games. They're just games waiting to be debuted at E3 or, or wherever later on in the year that are actually coming out next year. Oh, this isn't a prediction of mine, but I just thought of it, so I didn't write it down earlier. But man, if Nintendo like dropped Mario Kart Nine or something, <laughs> yeah, wow, that would be pretty. Wild. Eight Deluxe is such a good game. I played that a bunch today. It's such a good that game. two years ago that came out or three. I mean, eight came out on Wii U, right? Yeah. I owned it all and like the DLC, and then it, I think it launched pretty close with the Switch, the Deluxe, yeah. and it's it's beautiful. So it's it, it's great. It has been enough time that you could see that happening if they were going to do that. It could be, could be because there's got to be a fall Nintendo first party game. I just don't know what it is. I, I just, I mean, maybe it's Breath of the Wild 2 or Metro Prime 4. I just doubt it. I don't think either of those games will be ready in time. So that'll be interesting. All right. So let's move on before we get to our predictions for next year. I want to thank our second sponsor, which is Ritual, a brand new sponsor Ritual, this is like a, a whole episode about taking care of yourself, being good to your body, because we all want to do the right thing to keep our bodies healthy in the long run. And if you are a woman listening or you have a woman in your life, tell them about Ritual. Ritual Essential is for women. It is a multivitamin reimagined. It's got D3 to omega-3. It's for women to fill in the gap in a woman's diet. And it has a no nausea capsule design, which is gentle on an empty stomach. And there's a mint tab in every bottle to keep things fresh. So you don't get that fishy aftertaste common with most omega-3s. And it is also 
traceable and transparent. That's for people who might be obsessive about reading labels on things. It is vegan-friendly, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free. All the ingredients and their sources are out there for the whole world to see. And the best thing about Ritual is that it is delivered as a subscription. It's so easy to start and it's easy to, you know, lose track of your vitamin intake if you're not keeping up on it. It's easy to snooze. But when you have a subscription like Ritual, it's only a dollar a day to have all the essential nutrients your body needs delivered to you every month, no strings attached. I love that Ritual is sponsoring the show. We're getting more and more sponsors that are specifically targeting women. I'm super proud that our audience is is diverse enough to support that. It's really awesome. So better health does not happen overnight. And right now, Ritual is offering listeners of DLC 10% off during their first three months. Wow, that's awesome. So fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Visit ritual.com slash DLC to start your ritual today. That's R-I-T-U-A-L dot com slash DLC. And that's 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash DLC. All right, Christian, no more procrastinating. No more putting it off. We're really here to lay our cards on the table and send a message to ourselves a year from now about how awesome we are at predicting exactly what's going to happen. Because we're awesome at that. Okay. Here. <laughs> we're unstoppable. Spistradamus. And what did we... We came up with a name for me. What was it? The... Jeff Tradamus. No, it was like... Uh, um, oh, it was a different one. Man, somebody's going to... Oh, um, it was... Uh, Constipation. Yeah, that's something different. <laughs> I wasn't having my ritual. Um, anyway, let's do it. Let's dig in, starting with our bold predictions. We start bold, and then we go crazier from there. We go up to Cool Ranch from there. Uh, so, bold prediction number one, Christian. What do you got? I mean, I'm 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 one foot deep in cool ranch already i'm not gonna I lie love um love it. metroid prime 4 that, that's their holiday game oh you think it's happening i mean no but yes wow, <laughs> wow. okay i love it so metroid- it got taken down to the ground sort of but there was something to work on you know they're, they're it's not going to be a brave reinvent i should stop talking <laughs> you've learned any lessons stop talking but you're saying yeah. you're saying metroid prime 4 holiday 2020 release yeah. All right. Well, that's funny because my first bold prediction <laughs> is no Metroid Prime 4 holiday 2020. But oh man, we get the Prime Trilogy remastered for Switch. Finally. I mean, I know that's not it's been something people have predicted for a while, but I'm saying that's what's gonna happen is that they're gonna be like, yeah, no Metroid Prime 4, but Metroid Prime Trilogy remastered for Switch. Remember how this past year our guesses were like in sync and we did pretty yeah. well. Uh, we're already out of we're sync. Already, <laughs> you know, you know what? It's, what's funny is neither of us are going to be right, uh, but we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Uh, so those are two bold predictions. That uh, uh, what is your next bold prediction, Christian Spicer? Well, 
I'm staying on a Team Bowser, and I'm going to say that Breath of the Wild 2 gets a release window. Uh, but you think the release window is 2021? I have stopped talking. <laughs> this episode is going to be shorter than most. <laughs> Something will happen in video games. <laughs> <coughs> Joke. <laughs> um, I mean, if I if I do keep talking, yes, I think it'll be 2021. But I think it'll be more than just a year. I think it'll be like you know, spring or fall. I, I think they're going to be a little more specific than, than just like, and it's still coming. Like, do you think, yeah, I mean, I'm going to actually expand, but this won't be technically part of your prediction. What do you think that breath of the wild two is going to feel like an expansion or do you think it's going to have all these crazy new ideas in it? A uh, uh, half step. It's not going to feel as fresh as breath of the wild because I don't know what can, um, but I, I think it is going to learn from it in pretty big ways. And whether that means Breath of the Wild with m- more traditional dungeons, like not just, you know, the shrines and the beasts or something like that, where it kind of splits the difference between linear and and open or something. But I think it's going to bring something big and new to the table. Okay. Interesting. I mean, I think that if that's the case, it's not coming this year. Uh, it's 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 farther out. Because I feel like once the... Why didn't it say it was coming yeah, this year? Window. <laughs> I hear you. Okay, that's cool. All right, my next bold prediction. By the end of 2020, everyone is talking about how Anthem is a good game. <laughs> okay. That they do like a like a big update, massive changes, and it, it changes the reputation of Anthem. Anthem becomes this game. It doesn't mean I'm going to play it again, <laughs> but I think it's going to be one of those phoenix games it's going to be one of those baptism of fire games where it you know it, it like uh elder scrolls online or uh there's a bunch of them that have happened like destiny and destiny 2, yeah, I mean, destiny, <laughs> destiny 2 came out and they were they were gangbusters right away but there's a bunch of games that came out and just floundered and then they just kept working on them i mean even warframe is sort of like that where warframe didn't set the world on fire when it came out, but it just, they just kept iterating and iterating and iterating. And I think that I, I'm, I think the Anthem is going to have that in 2020. I think that they're going to, it just needed to be in the oven longer. And I think that they're, they're ovening it right now. I think it's in the oven. So here's, here's my question then to, to have you keep digging. Cause I disagree. Um, is, is it, if I, so I have Anthem, will I have this content or will it be Anthem two? No, no, I think it'll be the game that we're all talking you about. Have change it'll be a big pack so it'll be no man's sky yes to steal that's from the, the chat that's a great no, example that's the perfect example it's gonna be no man's sky no man's sky came out everybody was like well this isn't the game i wanted and then they kept working on it and i think that's what's gonna happen with anthem and i think they're gonna do that before the end of 2020 huh yeah. bold bold i say that is bold that is bold that's bold all right christian spicer bold prediction for 2020 the xbox series x launches cheaper than the PlayStation 5. Ah, how much cheaper? We, we, we want to pin you down. <laughs> oh, that's hard. Um, that's hard. Let's just say 50. That feels like a good price is right. $1. <laughs> what am I trying to do? Um, I'll say 50 bucks, but that's now we're in Cool Ranch, you know? <laughs> yeah. Specifics are Cool Ranch. Always. Generalities like, are bold. I don't think specifics are, are loaded Cool Ranch from Taco <laughs> yeah. Bell, you know? <laughs> uh, well, one of my bolds was going to be that the 
Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5 launch within one week of each other. Oh, so like PlayStation 3 GameCube. Yeah, that they both come out in November in, in some like really frustratingly close proximity <laughs> that makes all of our lives very difficult and forces people to have to try to choose. Uh, so, but it'll be interesting to see if, if one is drastically cheaper than the other. Yeah. So it's interesting. Cause that's why I think it's bold uh, is that it's such a game of uh horse yes. or horse chicken horse. It's where it's like, horse. they're like, uh, you make the shot from behind the, the, the three. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, supply chain stuff and cost constraints and what you're going to be a loss leader in. And I think, um, you know, Microsoft, because of their subscription services that are locked in and doing pretty well for them, I think they can handle a little bit bigger of a loss or, you know, even less, tiny margin of profit if there ever is a profit on hardware which there rarely is than sony and i I think sony well i guess this is another bold one an impromptu bold but i think sony will look to expand on playstation now and really make that a premier service in 2020 or some version something similar but microsoft's there and so i think that they can lean into that to um they already kind of have right with the whatever they like the installment plan Xbox one X that allows you to carry over to the series X when it comes out kind of thing. So that's where I think they're going to get their, their price advantage um, over PlayStation. Yeah. I'm not going to let you get points for this. If if that, if it's just that, that other skew that's cheap, you know what I'm saying? The cheap skew. Uh, Maybe I'll edit the episode and (laughs) I will. (laughs) Maybe you will. All right. Um, Here is a bold prediction from me. Sony does not return to E3 in 2020 and debuts the PS5 at their own event on their own stream doing their own thing. That feels bold because they haven't let go of their space yet as far as I know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everyone thinks that they're going to come back to E3. This is why I'm being bold and saying, no, I feel like they – got what they wanted out of state of plays and they're going to keep doing that. Why spend the money? Why do that? I mean, I understand wanting to go toe to toe on the console war front on, on debuting new hardware, but you can control your message. You can save money. You can create your own kind of moment that isn't swallowed by other people's moments. I think they're going to do that. I think it depends. I think the money is the right thing, but I think it depends on what's more expensive going to E3 because they're going to need to get, influencers and journalists hands on this thing in a major way right and their games and so what's the most cost effective way for them to do that and that has the biggest bang for their buck is that e3 or is it their own you know maybe they do a psx or whatever it ends up being um their own event but that's the difference this year they got to get this in front of a bunch of people where they can play it and get impressions out all right bold prediction from you you still on bolds Oh, I still got, I have one, two, three more right. bolts. More bolts than I have. Uh, a new resistance, or oh. to broaden it just a little bit, or an Insomniac game, launches with the PlayStation 5 in their launch window, which is not a term I like, but it's not a term I invented. So I'm going to keep using, if the console manufacturers get to include launch windows, <laughs> I get to also. I think uh, Insomniac has shown that they're able to, you know, crank games out would need be. They make great games. Maybe it's a new Ratchet and Clank. I want to go out on a limb and say it's resistant something. 
but I think that purchase is uh, is going to bear fruit early in the PlayStation 5. Well, certainly they are a top-tier developer as far as I'm concerned, one of my favorites. I don't think I would be super excited about a new Resistance game, but I guess it's kind of... Oh, 3 was so good. 3 was all, so good. I, I don't know. I, th- that universe just isn't one that gets me excited. It's It's a little dreary and gray and brown and i liked this one the the four the ps4 launch game also like yeah. it has there's a nice there's a nice story there of resistance and launching consoles right yeah. uh playstation 3 or place yeah playstation 3 had resistance playstation 4 had resistance Three. colon something other that was uh done by gorilla right. yeah uh, and they went on to do great things yeah. um I, I yeah yeah something in there but my my bigger thing is Insomniac. I'm splitting hairs here. Insomniac and or Resistance. Oh, man. Uh, uh, man, you're making me want to predict a Gorilla game. I, well, yeah, I mean, I, I have that yeah. as a maybe bonus core inch if we need <laughs> yeah, to go there. Yeah, I think we both want that game. Uh, I want a new game of the year. Yeah, I, want Red I, Dead I don't think it's 2020. Day. I don't think it's 2020. That's why I didn't. I had a couple of things that I wanted to put down as predictions, but I'm like, they're not happening in 2020. Uh, my favorite, my top fives are all redheads. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think for sure that sequel is happening. And I think for sure it's happening on PlayStation 5, but it feels like a 2021 at the earliest to me. But we'll see. Yeah. Uh, here's a bold from me. Speaking of new console launches, this is bold, maybe a little negative. I hope, I hope not. More than half of the launch lineup of both consoles are updated versions of games that have already been out. So there will be games like maybe Cyberpunk 2077 or Last of Us 2 or games that already came out maybe even just a few months ago. But they have updated versions for the new consoles with new bling and the zero loading time, you know, bullet point. So so first I need to say uh, Epic redeemed themselves in this year's episode from last year's episode. When you called them out, Jeff, Epic is saving me. Uh, it was Killzone for PS4. That oh, gorilla that's right. Not Killzone. Yes, yes, yes. I have Which, conflated. By those. the way, uh, easy to conflate those games. <laughs> I, I really like the Killzone games also. Uh, good games. Um, to to your thing. So you're thinking like, I mean, that's kind of what the Xbox 360 was, right? There was Gun, Tony Hawk. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, I think a Wolfenstein. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think that's. What's going to happen again is that there's going to be this, this, there's going to be a few, you know, launchy games. You know, there's going to be the uh, perfect dark zeros of the world, but there will also be, hey, give me a cameo, yeah, cameo, be a few of those, and I may, maybe there'll be even some amazing ones. I mean, Halo Infinite seems like it's going to be amazing. Maybe that'll be the, you know, the Super Mario World of console launches. I hope it is, but I also think it'll be. Beefed. I mean, they're going to have backwards compatibility. So maybe this is a dumb prediction because backwards compatibility will handle that and it won't even need to have that, that thing. But I think there will be specific versions of these games. I think both Sony and Microsoft are going to do it. And it'll there'll be specific versions that have extra, maybe ray tracing is flipped on in some games or something weird where it's like, Oh, you can it'll you play it in 4K because you can't play it in 4K on your Xbox One or your PlayStation 4 or whatever. 
so it like ups the ante of what the Xbox One X kind of already yes. does. They'll do that stuff for the new console to sort of fill out the meat of a launch lineup. So it'll be, you know, there'll be four or five exclusives and then there'll be these like, you know, more than half of them. There'll be like six or eight other games where it's like, oh, you, you maybe already played that, but it's way better now or something. So, yeah, I'll give you half points when we look back on this. I think that it will kind of continue the path of the One X uh, and the PlayStation 5 will do this as well, I think. But I don't think, I think the problem or issue is I don't think they can resell you the games. Because I think Microsoft at least has established a precedent of just updating old games. You know, now now you can play it in 4K and it's not a full remaster, but it's pretty good. Um, and I think that alone is going to be the selling point specifically for Microsoft. <clears throat> it's you have your library, play the best version of the games you already have right now on this new hardware. We're not going to sell you this again, but here's, you know, here's the improvements you already get out of the box. Well, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how they do Game Pass as a transgenerational subscription service, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I fully expect it'll be one ten dollar fee that works for your xbox one and your xbox series x um i just hope it hasn't been around long enough that this is the generation where it's like they get into drugs they don't care you know they don't get a job yeah man um, you gotta be careful because <laughs> certain age things get a little crazy i mean you, you build a dynasty and then one generation always messes it up <laughs> all right uh another bold prediction from you yeah uh cyberpunk gets delayed oh again that is bold i don't think it's biggie but i think it gets delayed wow or it just comes out on pc at this time you know like something like i that. think there's i mean i think there's no way there's no way it just comes out on pc there's no way they do no i mean it'll come to console but like the console's like oh we can't you know it's kind of like breath of the wild on wii u like it, or no 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 sorry the wrong one um Let's see. Well, I guess I could say Twilight one of my Princess. games of this past year, Twilight Princess or Darksiders Genesis. Mm. It came out on PC and Stadia, console not yet. Right. Um, I could see something like that. Like it will still come and it'll come on Xbox One and PlayStation 4, but maybe it takes a little while for them to iron things out. I think you're dead wrong on this one, but we'll see. I mean, it's been delayed when they didn't think it was going to be delayed already. So could be. Uh, all right. I'm all out of bold. So if you have more bolds. Uh, Half Life Alex is your favorite game of 2020. That's not bold. I like. I make these every year, Jeff. <laughs> uh, it's. It, I'm so excited for that game. I am so excited for Half Life Alex. I can't believe it's real. And I always make it as a VR game because now you're damned if you do, damned yeah. if you don't. Because if you don't pick it up, like, you just don't want me to be right. And if you do pick it up, like, well, you're only picking it. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I got to choose between my love of the game and a VR and my loathing of letting you get be right about anything uh-huh no, it's hard it's a hard it's a yeah it's a real catch 22 you played control for me without me knowing and i picked half-life alex as your game of 2020 for yeah, you that seems like a fair trade <laughs> <laughs> any more bolds that is it i'm bolded All out right, shall we move on to the real crazy town the real place where things get risky where we get out on that we could, You could have said Flavor Town. You really I missed keep it. Saying there. the word I'm not supposed to say. I think it's like a. No, you can say whatever words you want to say, but I'm saying, particularly for town, yeah. 
flavor cool country. ranch. It's flavor we're town. Flavor we're, country. we're into we're into the uh, the place where things get spicy, where a spice man might live. <laughs> I mean, you lick your fingers even though you know people are watching. Yeah. You know, like you know you shouldn't. You have a napkin, but you don't want to use that I napkin. Would no, it's, it's it's where things are crunchy, and you can't just have one. So we're not going to just have one. We're going to have multiple Cool Ranch predictions starting right now. <laughs> Christian Spicer, get Cool Ranch on me, baby. Both the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X launch below $499.99. That's Cool Ranch? I think so. I mean, if you had said it below below $399, I'd be gobsmacked. But below $499, I think, is a mandate. I think they have to. I don't know. They didn't. No, nothing did this past gen or the gen before. They were all below four ninety nine. They were all less than five hundred dollars, weren't they? I don't think they were. Were they? I mean, I know that the PlayStation Three famously was like six hundred dollars, but Xbox yeah, One was price for launch price. It was four ninety nine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I'm saying less than that. PlayStation Four first launched at the price point of three ninety nine in twenty fourteen. Oh. The- well, the Xbox One was four ninety nine. That's what I was getting right. it from. I don't know if that's cool, ranchy, but all right, all right. So, so you, you said in the bolds that Xbox would be less expensive than PlayStation, right? And they're both yeah. four ninety nine. So you're talking one is you say under four ninety nine. So you got to be like four ninety eight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, you should have said less than 500 because then you 499.99 is it worked. Well, I thought about that, but then I figured you'd be giving me the same gruff yeah. for that. So I tried you're hoping to hoping 499.95 is what you're hoping. I'm hoping Walmart rolls it back a cent, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I think I think we're going to be in in for another very expensive year uh of consoles. I don't think it's going to be inexpensive, although well, this seems like a good time for me to say this Cool Ranch prediction. This is this seems a little crazy because I don't think this is uh, I, I, this this one feels wrong, even as I say it. But here we go. PlayStation Five, like Xbox Series X, will launch launch with multiple SKUs. So there'll be, I, I'm going to make you keep talking because <laughs> like, like two controller no, bundle, no, that no, doesn't no, count. No, not that. But also you, you're predicting, you're confirming this is a double bowl or double cool ranch. Cause you're also confirming that the Anaconda, you don't want none. Your Anaconda don't want none unless it's got two skews son, right? Like you're confirming that that is, I know we've heard rumors about that, but you're, you're making that just a given. I now. think the Xbox thing is a given. I think they're going to have a weird you know, half step one that's cheap that you can get for cheap and that'll let you play Xbox Game Pass. Maybe wants that lead back. Yeah, maybe wants it. that lead back. And I think that Sony, despite my gut thinking that I'm going to be wrong here, <laughs> I think Sony also will have multiple versions. There'll be a expensive one and a less expensive one. So they launch with like a pro and a base. Yeah. As someone who didn't buy, well, who didn't finish ordering, who canceled their pre-orders <laughs> <laughs> for both the Pro and a One X, if that were the case, I'm really curious which one I'd buy. Yeah, this is a cool. We're in Cool Ranch country, baby. 
Yeah, we're, we're in quarantine. Yeah, totally. It makes no sense, but I'm saying it anyway. It makes some sense. It makes some sense. Uh, all right. What is your next Cool Ranch? I think this is maybe the most Cool ranch one I have, but it's also my favorite. <laughs> the Fortnite movie is announced from within Fortnite. From within Fortnite. Do we watch the Fortnite movie in Fortnite or does it go to theaters? Both, maybe. I don't know. Marshmallow DJs it. Mm. Um, I just think, I mean, what this is, is a silly, I think I, it was in a recording of whatever from last year's where it's like Fortnite is the cart game. I mean, I think Batman's been in Fortnite. Star Wars had a trailer premiere in Fortnite. Um, Thanos and all the Marvel stuff. Like this is the year that Fortnite just, it jumps the shark. It goes off the rails. Like. I was trying to think of what is the cool ranchiest thing that Fortnite could do. And it would be like, so yeah, I guess it announces the movie from within Fortnite and you're already watching it. <laughs> it was the movie the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Like it pans out and then just like, we're here, you know, or whatever it is. Like um, it. This is the year. This is the year. It it, it goes off the rails entire, and, and not in a bad way. Don't get me wrong, but it's like, this is the year they have a baby, like you know, yeah. like, this is where we, Poochie comes to Fortnite. i like it i mean one of the things i love most about epic and fortnite and i mean i don't play the game very much at all at at all but i admire it from afar in how bold and cool ranchy they they are they're super cool ranchy as a company they don't they do weird stuff and they don't rest on their laurels and kudos to them for that that's cool so i could see this happening i could see that all right my next my next cool ranch uh you're not gonna like this one I think this is actually I kill you. Oh, come on. Christian is my ultimate demise. Um, no. Ready? Zero triple A Stadia exclusives launch in 2020. I think there are going to be triple A Stadia exclusives. Clearly Jade Raymond, who just got promoted to like VP of Google, working on one or was working on one and has teams working on them. They have money. They've got people. they got studios. They're acquiring studios. Zero of them actually launch in 2020. Yeah, I mean, that almost doesn't feel cool, Rich, really? to me. But, uh, it, feels, it feels sad. <laughs> no, I don't know what to think it's anymore. I mean, <laughs> sad. <laughs> That's kind of all of them when you get to the end of the bag. Uh Cause you're like, I want one more. Um, uh, yeah, I, I still believe in it. I was playing it today. I was playing destiny on it today. Um, and I, I, I want, I kind of want to buy, uh, not wildland Breakpoint. I don't like the game, but I just want to try that. Like, uh, stadia connect or whatever it's called feature. Like they still haven't given me everything they showed me when they showed it, where they, I walked from one controller to five different devices. Like, I think, so at this point, I think there's going to be lots of stadia talk, this year, I think they're going to launch the YouTube functionality integration thing. And I think they're going to start I talking so. about some of the games that are in development for it. I don't think any of them are actually going to appear this year or this. Right now, to keep the redhead theme going, right now I feel like Stadia is I'm Annie and Daddy Warbuck showed up and I was so excited. And then he got in his helicopter and left. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he didn't adopt you after all. Did not, yes. did not. We sang all the songs. We had so much fun, yeah. and he changed his yeah. mind. He asked, asked for one hundred and twenty nine of your dollars. <laughs> all you have is this controller that doesn't even work like they said it was going to. 
I do like that controller. It's a good controller. Though. It ain't no like connecting to the internet on its own controller. Like it was supposed to. only on the only on the Chromecast. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that was my go. You're up. Your turn. Yeah. Uh, let me. This is a this is a whiplashy Cool Ranch prediction for you, Jeff. This is the opposite of every other year. Okay. No real news about a Switch successor. Wow. This is I know. the op- this is the anti-spicer right now. I know. I'm I'm going for it. <laughs> the lack the <laughs> lack of news is your prediction. <laughs> yes, cuz every other year for the past 6 years however long we've been doing this, yeah. I've been predicting yeah. I think we might get switch revisions still, but I'm talking like they're not keeping up with the Joneses, right? Like they haven't been for a while. This is kind of full stop. Everybody else is doing their new console and Nintendo's going to be like and here's a new fighter for smash (laughs) (laughs) well this this i love that by the way that you're you're just it's a response to yourself Uh, but (laughs) this leads very beautifully into my next cool ranch which again as you said we were so synced last year and we are so out of sync this year (laughs) Uh, my next cool ranch prediction and this is super cool ranchy and it's so nintendo to me is in the year after they announced the switch that don't switch the year that they, you know, that the switch that has the joy con stuck on the side and can't come off. It feels really good yeah, though. I'm sure it you, feels yeah, really good. Sure. It's great. This year, 2020, they announce new joy cons, just the joy cons, <laughs> just new versions of the joy cons with better, uh, D pads and cool, like, cool sticks and like like a whole new maybe a whole new even button layout like a whole different design of just no drift yeah yeah it's like the xbox elite but it's just the joy cons and it only works with the older version of the switch where you can remove the joy cons flash current version yeah yeah yeah. Um, the new one where you can't take the joy cons off that is pretty cool, Ranchy. I could see maybe a D-paddy one. They already have like a third-party ones that are good if they're attached, but they don't work detached. But are you saying that like this thing wouldn't even fit in like um, Ring Fit Adventure or whatever? Because like there are things that peripherals that all of my Labo VR stuff. It's a very specific size. No, Jeff. I know, you just, but you already have that. These are you I'm saying separately. Is, well, they're well, like a new thing that you can do. I know. So will my Joy-Con fit in any of those things? No. No, it's, it's, <laughs> this is what I'm. This is the most Nintendo-y thing I can imagine. Is that they literally the new cool thing they of hardware? They it just invalidates all the hardware that they've been shown. <laughs> it's cool, very cool, okay. Ranchy. But how crazy would that be? I think that would be like it is very yeah. cool, Ranchy. All right, yeah. You're. This is maybe my my the 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 ranchiest. Like, put a jacket on, Jeff. Are you bundled yeah. up? I'm about to get cool in here. GTA 6 is announced and scheduled for 2021. No way. No way. They're still supporting Red Dead Redemption 2. It just came out on PC. And they're they're still making all the money on GTA 5. Uh, We have four years before a new GTA comes out. GTA, the new Rockstar games come out at the end of console cycles. That's how that works. <laughs> That's how it, only not in PlayStation Two it didn't. It, they released like twenty. Yeah, well, that was real, <laughs> and they were all excellent. Then, you know, they were really trying hard. They now they're sitting pretty on their piles of money. They don't care. GTA Six announced and scheduled for twenty twenty one. 
This is like this is some cool the Gatorade stuff. Fierce. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're uh, you you're know. like uh, spicy hot Doritos right now. You're yeah. I'm in fierce grape territory. There's like grape, which is like this is pretty good, and then there's fierce grape, which is just someone put a popsicle in a Gatorade bottle and let it yeah. melt. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you know what Gatorade needs more of sugar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, there's no universe in which that happens. But I like the moxie that is required. Thank you to say that. It's from playing so much Red Dead. That's where all my moxie comes from. <laughs> all right. Uh, I think this is my last Cool Ranch. Are you ready for this one? I'm ready. In 2020, we will get a Halo game on a console that is not made by Microsoft. Probably the Switch. Huh. Probably the Switch. Uh, I'll say X- PC does not PC count. does not count. We already, have, we already have that. Yeah, no, this is a console. Yeah. Probably the Switch. Uh, we probably get a Halo Switch game. Weird, like Master Chief Collection ported to Switch. Like that. Would that count in your yeah. head? Yeah, like a, yeah, even just Combat Evolved or 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 Halo Reach or something, just like on Switch. Huh. Yeah, no. Oh man, could happen. Could, Stranger Things have happened. Ori, Ori's on Switch. Yeah, but three seasons of Stranger Things have happened, but this ain't happening. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I kind of feel good about that one. Actually, I feel like that one might happen. Okay. Okay, well, I, I, this is my last pre-planned one, and I just it, <laughs> go off the cuff on some, some of them. Well, there's one more that was inspired during this episode, yeah. Uh, and it bothers me that this isn't Cool Ranch, and I'm only putting it in Cool Ranch because of how disappointed I am in myself, <laughs> and more importantly, in Rocksteady yeah. and WB Montreal. Yeah. A new Arkham Batman game finally gets announced and comes out like for real. Yeah. Like for real, that one is is more back to the category that you invented. In it's just sad, yeah, yes. sad, yeah. Come on, yeah. I mean, it could. Be, hey, you know what would have made a cool ranchy for, in my opinion, is if you had said the new Rocksteady Batman game is a launch title for the new consoles. At this point, it better. That would be, be cool, right? That would be pretty amazing. Um, but I don't think I don't know. I think we maybe we get announced, but it's not coming out this year. I don't think it, I don't think it's a 2020 game. I think make it announced. It's got to be, or I'm, I'm not saying Rock City or WB Montreal, like the next, the next one, whatever. And I don't care if it's Superman or Flash, that counts. If it's Green Lantern, it counts. DC, uh, Rocksteady, or WB Montreal game. Yeah, in that vein. Yeah, they're gonna let you down again. Yeah. Just saying. I mean, it, I it could games. be an E3. It could be a big E3 surprise thing. It could be a big E3 reveal. That could be the big E3 reveal, you know? Or it could be that next year at this time we'll be like, it just happened at the Game Awards. Wow. Keely did it again. Yeah, you should have. It's been rumored for the past I'm three. Sure. <laughs> Dude, there's no doubt that Keely has been like knock, knock, knocking on Rocksteady's door. You know what I'm saying? Ask, ask yeah, and they, I don't think there's any doubt that they've been work, work, working, yeah. like, and things just haven't happened. Yeah. yeah. All right. Did you have uh, a cool ranch? I mean, the one that was created during the episode is something that we both already talked about, but it's it's a version of that where it's Horizon Zero Dawn is a launch window game. Yeah, I think I think we'll hear about a Horizon Zero Dawn at some point next year, but I don't think it's a 2020 game at all. I mean. If, if Death Stranding taught me anything, it's that that engine is Ooh. beautiful and it's a heck of an engine to show off new hardware. No on. doubt about that. 
And boy, I love me some Horizon Zero Dawn. I was thinking about, you know, everybody's talking about the games of the decade. And man, Horizon Zero Dawn feels like it needs to be in that conversation of a game of the decade. It is so good. I feel like it's a perfection of the games of the decade, if that makes sense, right? Like it's not Breath of the Wild, but it took all the things that all the games were doing in the decade and did it so dang well. Well, if we're just making up new ones on the fly here, I will say one (laughs) that is just inspired by last year because last year you publicly invited Ken Levine to come on the show and announce his new game. He did not take us up on it, but he knew it. He didn't take up anybody on it. So it's still open. So my new full range uh, prediction is that we will hear about the new Ken Levine game in 2020. And on on the show and do it. So Ken, if you're listening and I know you are, you're welcome to come on the show and reveal whatever it is you've been working on. I'd like to extend that to uh, the fine people at Sony Santa Monica, Corey, if you're listening. Oh, yes, uh, at, at at Gorilla. Um, I know um, that their head has now been promoted to head of, of whatever it is games. So if anyone at Gorilla is listening, you're welcome to come here and get Horizon Zero Dawn debuted here. Um, uh, Halo, Halo, Halo. Hello. <laughs> you're welcome. welcome. You're welcome to come on and, and debut some features here. Um, I, I've been told that some of the people over there used to podcast pretty regularly. Mm-hmm, I don't, I can't neither confirm nor deny any of that, but uh, yeah, they used to be, I think they know what they're doing. People I would refer to as friends. In fact, uh, wait, you don't refer to them as I friends mean, anymore. I still would if they came on our show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, I saw uh, Corey to at the game awards, uh, Corey Barlog, and uh, he does not look like somebody who's working on something right now. <laughs> he looked very relaxed and very not stressed out. So I would be surprised if uh, Sony Santa Monica has anything to announce anytime soon. But Corey. But if they want to do it, they can do it here. What are other coalition? If you want to show a non gears game that you've been tinkering with for a while, still, you know, doors open. Anybody. Um, Injustice three. Come on. Yeah. Nether realm. We got friends, man. I really do think that it, it really was just the towers that kept that off from being my, that's, I started playing it again after talking about it last week. It's such a good game. Mortal Kombat 11 I'm talking yeah. about now. It's a really fine game. Very good. Too many games. Yeah, well, you got to warn me if... There we go. Um, <laughs> man, this is always a, a very fun one, our annual uh, Christian, where I get to, you know, we get to just hang out, the two of us, and uh, revel in how wrong we are. But, man... That's a pull out. That's a pull out poster. It's just how, how wrong, wrong we are. are. DLC podcast. How wrong we are. It's the fold out cover, you know, where we had uh, Jim Lee do it, and it's like foil embossed. Yeah. Even it's just how wrong yeah. we are. Well, we should thank you know all of the guests that we've had on over the the year of 2019. It was a, what a wonderful group of people, uh, just so generous with their time and their energy and their goodwill. Um, we, uh, all the guests that we've had, it's just been a, a spectacular year of guests. Thank you. Thank you. One and all, uh, thank you to Sean Madigan, Ken Levine. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm going to thank you in advance, Ken Levine for, <laughs> um, thank you to Sean Madigan and his wife for the amazing bumpers and zero star. And, uh, um, uh, why is my brain not working? And Patrick L, of course, uh, for, for our bumpers, you know, you guys make the show better as well. And uh, we got to thank the folks at 5 by 5 for continuing to have us on for six years. Who knew this would last that long? And uh, for making what is 
looking like a very strong, fun seventh year. A lucky seven. This is the seventh year itch. This is the part where you, I think this year, Christian, you get the itch to go and hang out with another podcaster. Uh, I mean, I, I love you, Jeff, but for real, offers are open. You can email me at Ken Levine <laughs> if you want to start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Any, Really anybody in the coalition. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, 30 Santa Monica, like I, I know we're kind of in the same city, but I will fly to you <laughs> to do this podcast. Out of my own pocket. <laughs> uh, what a fun year, man. Thank you, Christian. Thank you again. Thank you for, you know, shepherding the show when I was down and out. Uh, it was a rough, it was a rough year for me all around, but mostly those, you know, six to eight weeks when I was having some health problems and my eye didn't work and it was really scary. And thank you for making the show run smoothly and having awesome people. Thanks to all the guests that came on when I was, people just jumped out of the woodwork, Anthony Carboni. Just like he would not come on when I was hosting, but when I'm out, boom, anytime he says, Christian, anytime I'll be there. Um, so, you know, it's, it's just been, it's just been, that that's, that's a different, that that's, he just doesn't like you. Oh, I know. I know that he makes okay. that very clear. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but to, to you, uh, also people listening, this is not the last episode no, ever. We just no. get, we, we wax poetic at the end of the year. Please know. I will be back doing something annoying come 2020. Don't worry. We got you. He's got a new character he's you. been working on that's even more grating than uh, It's called Darth Spicerus and um yeah. He's been around the whole time. You just didn't know. Um Yeah, he's been <laughs> But I'm so glad, man. I'm I'm so glad uh you know, yeah, this has been a year. But you know, also at the same time, what a heck of a year, right? Yeah. Like We've done a lot of stuff this year, you and I, and uh, I, I I can safely say I'm happier now than I was when I was making my correct predictions a year hey, ago. Well, that's a great thing and to say. That's yeah. In large part to you and all the wonderful things and opportunities we've had over the year and the, the fun, dumb things we've done and said. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, uh, we've done a lot of things together this year, and uh, all, I can say this is one of them. This. <laughs> I can say that I'm very proud yeah, of this. Me too. Me too. And I continue to be. I mean, this is this show is is turning out to be one of the longest running things that I've done in my whole career and that's that's amazing and it's wonderful. It's a wonderful thing. It's a testament to you and your commitment and your friendship and I appreciate it very much. And it's a testament to all the people who listen. Anybody anybody out there who's ever written us an email or posted in our subreddit or downloaded the show and told someone else about it and said, Hey, this, this show's pretty good. You should give it a listen. We are so, so, so grateful. Thank you. And like I said, like Christian said, well, this isn't the end. This isn't the end. This is the end of the year. That's all it is. We got to get year seven coming up. Um, we'll have some really fun guests, I think to start the year. And this is also the part of the year where I reach out to you, the listener and ask for more suggestions of people you'd love to hear people that we may not know, may, may not even know of. Uh, that's my favorite thing is, is discovering people through listeners who say, hey, you got to get this person on. And then I reach out to them and they're always so gracious. And that's one of the most amazing things about doing this show is how people are so anxious to get on and, and hang out with uh, us two knuckleheads. Um, so please post in the subreddit, send us emails to dlcfeedback at gmail.com. Let us know more voices you'd like to hear on the show. We'd love to keep expanding the circle of folks that join us and the uh, 
the perspectives that we get about video games and tabletop games on the show. And we'll be back in 2020 to start a new year of DLC. And we hope you join us for Christian Spicer. I'm Jeff Kanata. Thank you very much for listening. Happy New Year. We wish you a safe and happy new year. And until we speak again, think about what you put out into the world. Make it a better place.